0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, Only on the BetQL Network. It's a good night to have some action. Welcome back to the Beck QL Network with Brendan Tobin. on the sports machine Sean Ravine. You got college bowl games. You got college basketball games. You got NBA games. You got a little bit of UFC and then also the NFL. This is the third of the three games now underway. Miami on the road at Buffalo. I felt like there was going to be like 10 feet of snow. So like everybody else, I think I played those unders right around 43 and a half. And damn it, the field actually looks pretty good right now. A couple of minutes into the game. Zero zero we we'll keep you updated on BT's Dolphins but let's talk some fighting with Eric Richter of the New York Post. Uh this time last Saturday night the main event was about to go down in a little while, right? And half of that main event was Magomed Ankalaev and he thought he won the fight and I would assume that you thought that he won the fight but uh that one hurts a little more for you, huh buddy? What what what, what happened? <sighs>
1: Brutal. So I uh, I was on the show, uh, I believe it was in July when uh, Curtis Blades was fighting. I was talking about, I had a couple futures on uh, to be t- to be the champion at the end of the year. Uh, if you guys remember, I had Curtis Blades at 80 to 1. Um, I have a, I had a Hamzat one, which is obviously dead, but I had Nakalai of one at 10 to 1. And yeah. I this this bet actually got me kicked off of points bet um, at a certain point. I don't know if we ever talked about that, but this bet pretty much got me kicked off of points bet um basically i bet it they moved the line and then they i haven't they haven't taken my action since uh but i had uncle to be the light heavyweight champion 10 to 1 and my man was minus 2000 in round five, oh, and a draw that's brutal i guess nobody wins i don't know if i'll get my wager back because like I, there is no champion at the end of the year so that's true that wasn't oh, that's betting weird.
0: I don't think so, dude. I hate to tell you. I don't th- So I, they just cash I mean, out? It feels like this is I think dude it feels like this is in the fine print somewhere, but just because there's not a champion, which is a weird circumstance, I mean it happens every now and again. Your bet was that a certain guy was going to be champ, and they could just tell Correct. you that by the verbiage of it, your guy's not the champion. So it's that's a good point. I hate to tell you. So
1: yeah, basically that. it just got screwed left and right. It, it was rough. I also had live bets on Uncle Live at plus three hundred during round three. <sighs> That wasn't fun. Like that whole card just wasn't fun. Um, I didn't bet Gordon. I don't know if you guys had any wagers on Gordon or Pimblet, but who maybe. I mean, did, did, uh, you, did you guys have Pimblet
2: or what? No, I I had Gordon going into that one. But I gotta ask you, like, are you as a, as a better of the sport, are you concerned at all, like with all of the noise that's around it right now, yeah. like the judging, the hiding of injuries, the scandal that's yeah. kind of all around it right now. You know, obviously, we see what's happening in Canada right now. I don't think that's going to be the case here, but just the idea that there's just a lot of shadiness going on right yep. now, and I don't really know if the UFC has a grasp on it quite yet.
1: So I actually uh, did an interview on Wednesday with Dave Briggs from PlayCanada.com. You guys want – everyone wants to look at it. Um, basically, we, we, we had this exact conversation. It was like, how big of a problem is this for the UFC to be totally frank about it and i said it to dave uh last uh, earlier last week um this seemed like a ufc problem more than it is like yeah Krauss is like one guy who's like betting on fights and we'll find out if he was betting against his fighters but this shouldn't have been allowed from the start the ufc is very hard a very has a very hard hat and they don't really listen to other people and i feel like this is this has got to fall on dana white for having a. The fact that a coach could bet on fights until October, the fact that that rule didn't exist until recently—that's a major problem. Um, so for me, like, yeah, I, I'm definitely concerned, and, I, and I've written articles about judging. I get I get mixed reviews back. Some people hate, some people like the judging. Some people some people actually like the judging. Some people hate it, and they agree with me. But you know, it's hard because what is the solution, right? Like. There's also budgets that the ABC has and that the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission has. Like, what can they afford to do, right? Like, there, there's a whole like layer of that. So, like, I I've said that there should be like a computer score, there should be like an expert score, but then it's like, how do you implement that without a without a serious budget to do it? So, it's like I don't know what the solution is, but I know that there's a problem. And I, I I do believe that the criteria needs to change because I have really won. If it's if we're talking about damage, he won most of that fight. I mean, we're talking about damage here, so that's my problem with scoring and the betting thing. It's a little messy right now.
2: The the other thing that was an issue this year is the idea of like people hiding injuries. Like we see in all the leagues, like NFL, there's an injury report. The Heat actually just had a thing with this where they got fined by the league and then yep. trolled to put everybody on the injury report for the Spurs game today, yeah. but. You think about like TJ Dillashaw going into a fight with a shoulder injury, things like this. Like gambling typically does rule for a lot of these guys. DraftKings is a lot of money in the UFC. Like, are we gonna see a day and age where these guys are gonna have to disclose stuff going into fight uh going into fights? So we know like TJ Dillashaw's messed up going into this, don't bet on him or bet with him so because and know this apart. So it's the same thing,
1: it's a UFC problem because like um like James Krause said. Um, about Minner after the fight, he said, you know, it sucks Minner's obviously heartbroken, but he needed to pay the bills. So he had to go in there and fight, right? So he went in there, knew he was gonna lose. He went in there, tested it out, blew out. like, whatever, that's a UFC problem. That's not Minner's fault. Minner hasn't fought in six months. He needs to get a paycheck, right? There needs to be some sort of salary that that fighters get that covers at least the bills." For the year and then you can get paid per fight. It doesn't need to be a lot of money. It just needs to be like a stipend or something. The tax free stipend something because that will that in my opinion that solves the problem in totality. Because then Minner is not going to be like, all right, let me heal up and I'm still going to get this stipend. The UFC could afford to do it. They don't need a PI center in Africa. Like, that's what they're doing, right? They don't need that. A stipend for fighters, I actually think, would solve that problem. But again, they're really, they have a really hard hat. They don't listen to anybody. So uh, for me, I I think it's a Dana White problem. I'd like to see a new commissioner, a new president come in, but alas, that's probably not going to happen. And, you know, I think this is going to be a problem for a while. And I do. To, just to answer your question, I, I do feel like we could be in a situation where the UFC is a little bit compromised. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Derek Lewis, when he was supposed to fight Spivak, his line tanked right before the fight. Uh, Parisian, when he was going to fight, his line tanked, and then his, he got pulled from the fight. Seems like there's there's some shady stuff going on, and that's not great.
0: Talking with our guy Eric Richter from the New York Post here on Tapped Out. Brendan Tobin, sports machine, Sean Levine, coming at you for another uh, half hour and change. Um, What's your thoughts about Patty Pimblett? Did they change after not only his aerial run in this week, but frankly, I know that he technically won that fight, but he lost that fight. Your thoughts about Patty?
1: Uh, so I'm sure me and, me and, uh, your producer, Jake, uh, probably talked about it a couple of times. I've been chomping at the bit, to to bet against Patty, but I was waiting because, you know, the UFC has been feeding him some cakewalk matches. It's actually a little bit worse than I thought. Uh, I think Jared's pretty, I think Jared's okay, but I think that he should have won that fight going away. Um, so I think that, that, that showing was really poor. I think he got exposed um, on there and you know it's funny um, a month ago I, I went to New York City and I met up with Ariel Hawani and I interviewed him uh, the article's up on the New York Post website if anyone wants to go look at it um, but I met up with Ariel and Ariel's a, Ariel's a funny guy um, he's always kind of like taking shots at people who have been um, you know treated him poorly like he was taking shots at brandon shop the whole night in november uh when me and him were talking and he was like um he was like yo if you want like here's like the ufc um like there this is all the contact information from the ufc but like don't tell them that you got it from me because they hate me like that's what ariel told me he was like you do not you do not like you can call them like email them whatever but don't tell them you got it from me because they don't like me like they they literally hate me that's not a joke um, so just in terms of like that, I, I, i obviously team Ariel on that. Patty was just lying. Um, Patty was just lying. Cause his boss was there, um, about that whole aerial thing. Um, he lost that fight. The judging was very strange. Um, I forget what fighter it was, but someone said that in order to win a fight, you have to beat, uh, in order to win a fight against a star, you have to either finish him or clearly outbeat or clearly win the decision. Cause if it's close at all. The judges t- will take star power into effect. I forget which fighter it was, um, but that was something that I thought was pretty interesting. I don't necessarily disagree. Star power and like the the crowd atmosphere, all of these things have an effect on on a on a person on a judge uh, that's in that arena. So I, I I agree with that. Could be a part of the decision. I'm not 100 sure if it was all of it, but you know, a
2: unanimous decision is pretty pretty out there, in my opinion. Uh, Eric, let's uh, swing to tonight because the uh, main event's going to go off fairly soon. Sean yep. Strickland, Jared here. fascinating matchup. Two guys coming off of losses, but I think pretty parallel careers. They're both really good middleweights. I don't know if yep. either one of them are championship caliber. Maybe they could be back in there. What do you think of this matchup? How do you like this one going tonight? Woo.
1: I'm very excited. Um, I've been wa- I've watched this entire card. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, before we get into the main. I don't know if you guys saw Rafa Garcia Garcia had an artery <laughs> cut on his head. Woo. That picture's brutal. Anyway, uh, just to, uh, I had to say that, but uh, for the Strickland Cannonier fight, that's gonna be interesting. Um, I think that Strickland's the volume striker here. Um, my biggest question of the fight is Strickland, when he was uh, down in welterweight, he was using his wrestling a lot to get him in uh, into uh, like good places. He refused to wrestle against Baheda, got knocked out. I'm not sure if he can wrestle with Cannonier. I actually kind of, I, I think that Cannonier... May potentially like Strickland could prove me wrong here. But I said he has the the power advantage, so I don't think Strickland's gonna go in there and shoot. I'd actually say that Cannoneer is a better bet uh to wrestle successfully. Um not volume wise, but I think in terms of success, I'd actually value Cannoneer's wrestling a little bit more than Strickland because I haven't seen Strickland do it at this weight class. Um and obviously powered edge goes to Cannoneer. I'm gonna take Cannoneer on that one. Um I have a bet on Cannoneer. I also have a bet on Ghost Decision and then I also have a bet on Cannoneer by Decision. Um so I got all three of those running. Um hopefully I you know hit that and I get you know little three unit hit, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't love this matchup for Strickland. I, again, I, I like his volume striking. I just don't know if the power is going to be a little bit much for him. He got flatlined by Pajeda. That was a little bit concerning um, from my perspective as a better. That's just concerning for me. I've seen that. He got absolutely flatlined. It's not great.
0: A couple minutes left with New York Post Eric Richter here on tapped out. Uh, The odds makers are having a little bit of trouble with this one also. It's basically even money. Right now you can get Cannoneer, the Killing Gorilla, minus 119 to come back on Sean Strickland, who all of a sudden becomes a favorite, albeit a slight one, at minus 102, so we'll call it even money for Sean Strickland. Uh, This will be the last time we chat with you in 2022. The fight that I'm looking forward to most in 2023 is Islam versus Volkanovski. I can't even like start to form an opinion of which guy I think is yeah. going to win that fight. So what about you? I was actually looking at that
1: one right uh, during the fight card tonight. I was like, you know, like, what do I have to look forward to? And generally it's the last card. I'm a little sad. I'm going to miss the fights, you know? So um, I was looking at it a little bit. I, so I saw that Islam opened as a minus 400 favorite um, with Volkanovski coming up at plus 300. Now he's about plus 280. Um, you know, I is a lot smaller. He's a ton smaller. Islam's a really good grappler for me. I would say you're looking at Islam by decision. Um, That was a crazy finish. I don't know if you guys just
2: saw that. Um, I just watched it, Oh
1: baby. So there's that one. Big favorite, big favorite wins by a finish there. Um, But yeah, so I would say that Islam by decision is going to be would be my bet. If I I could get it above plus one.
0: Uh, above plus
1: 120 that was
2: crazy
1: oh
0: yeah crazy. dude his I, gym- love, I love doing live radio during the fight huh? I oh, I saw oh, third round. been a vicious been a vicious down. last three fights dude wow. yo
1: oh my god I had, I had bobby green by decision i'm so bummed out because he looked amazing
0: in the first round I was like this bobby green forever <laughs> nope <laughs> until he didn't until his eyes were in the back
2: of his head i mean we've seen a lot of knockouts on this card already Perhaps everybody in the maybe the fighters got the meaning like you know what judges not for us you know we don't trust you guys yeah
1: but actually though especially in the apex with the smaller octagon when are they going to go away from that next year that's my question Um, yeah so one thing that I'm looking forward to about this card and it's I actually looking forward to the co-main event more than I'm looking forward to the main event I'm looking forward to to Tarzukian uh, versus Ismagulov because I think if Tarzukian wins. I think you could be looking at maybe one more fight and then a rematch with Islam Makachev. I don't know how that fight would line up in terms of betting odds, but man, that fight would be really exciting. I'd love to see, because uh, just at that light heavyweight championship. I don't see Volkanovski winning that fight. Um, I just think he's way smaller. I think Islam's going to have his way on the grappling. So, I mean, Dude, I, don't I don't know. If is would come in, it's like
0: a, Islam would come in as like a minus. I don't, those odds that you just gave me uh, in the fight against Volkanovsky absolutely blow my mind. He'd come in as like a minus 700 if he fights anybody but him. But, you know, you think so? we'll see. At some point, he's going to lose. It's- uh, Eric Richter of the New York Post. Good friend of the show. Always great content. Brother, we appreciate, appreciate you tonight. It, and uh, every time that you come on the show, always
1: great stuff. I-, I missed you guys. I'm so happy you guys are here. And let's have a great 2023. Let's run
0: it up. Absolutely. We missed you too, man. Let's make some money in 2023. Eric Richter. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric E-R-I-C-H-T-E-R-R-R. That's right. That's his Twitter account. Eric Richter joining us here (laughs) on Tapped Out. Coming up next, we will get you updated on everything that's happened on this card. We'll give you the method to the madness for the co-main and the main event. We'll try to get parlayed because, you know, it's Saturday night. And then I got a call out. I got to get this one off my chest. I can't wait to take the microphone and take those 30 seconds. we got a lot to get to and not a lot of time to do it. Final segment of Tapped Out. You're locked into the BetQL Network.